This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So as we all know, unfortunately, growth stocks have outperformed value over the last six to eight years, at least. It might even be longer now, which is the longest stretch of outperformance basically ever on the stock market of the growth versus the value. Because as you know, small cap value historically has been the best performing like area to be in. But that's not happening right now, both on small and larger caps. So let's look at 2018 to kind of see where we are again. Um, I use the S&P 500 ETF, the SPY, as my like indicator, my index. And that index is up about 6.3% year to date, depending on when you're listening to this. So let's just call it around 6%. So that's pretty good. And I looked at the growth ETF, the S&P 500 growth one that they have, which is SPYG, add the G on at the end. And that was up 11.6%, obviously probably driven by many of the big tech names are going to be in that. So you're getting 11.6. That's really good. And then I looked at the SPY for value, which is SPYV as in Victor. And as you might guess, it's not in the negative. So we got that going for us, but it's up just 0.5%. So that's 11.1% under the growth version of this ETF. So it's pretty stark. It's not just like growth is, you know, barely beating out value. It's basically crushing it. But recently, I've noticed a real interest in the value stocks among many investors, whether it's investors looking for an opportunity like those in the Chinese stocks, which I recently talked about in one of the podcasts. The Chinese stocks may not have traditional value fundamentals like, you know, a PE of five or anything. But as a group, they are a lot cheaper than they were six months ago. So I know a lot of people who are interested in value and what that entails are looking around in those Chinese stocks. Or people are just interested in the traditional value type investment, like the Buffett style, low PE type true value stocks. So I find that interesting that there is an interest in these stocks that, you know, I like to call them, you know, deals or cheap or stocks that have gone on sale. So I thought I'd go back to the basics with today's podcast and just do a value trap podcast in general. I've covered certain industries in the past on the Value Trap podcast that I've done. The last one was the big drug stocks and whether or not those were value stocks or value traps. So you might want to go back to listen to that. It's only a couple weeks ago when I did that one. And so that's easy to find. But I've covered the autos. I covered the semiconductors. There were a couple other areas. But in this one, I want to just cover value traps in general. How do you spot one? How do you know you're in one or that you might be buying one? So this is back to the basics about what is a value trap. Let's start there. So a value trap is a stock that on its surface seems cheap. It may have a low PE or it has low value metrics in general, like a low price to sales, low price to book, Wall Street might even hate it. They might be running away. The stock might be at new lows. So that looks just on its surface a lot like a value stock, right? But the key for finding value traps is really to look at the earnings. 
Is the company expected to grow earnings this year and next year? Are analysts raising estimates instead of cutting their estimates? Uh, Rising earnings estimates tell you that while all the other fundamentals look cheap, you might actually be getting a deal for this company because of those earnings are going up and not going down. So that's really what you want to look for. You want to look for the earnings growth there as well as the cheap value metrics. So I thought I'd do a basic screen to find some of these cheap stacks and just kind of screen, because there's no way to screen for the value trap per se necessarily, but screen for the cheap value stocks. So first I looked for a PE under 10. I didn't use 15 on the screen because I wanted really dirt cheap stocks, not just cheap, but dirt cheap. So I went with 10 and under. And initially, I did want some growth, so I looked for a peg ratio under one, which usually indicates that it's a value if you got the peg under one. And then as soon as I added that and I was running it, I realized that would probably help me to avoid the value traps, actually. So if you are looking for a screen, because there isn't one that just is like, here's the value trap screen, but if you are trying to screen directly for it and you want to kind of eliminate those that the earnings is the bad situation, the, the, the true traps, then add the peg to it. It won't completely eliminate it, but it, it definitely narrows it down. So I didn't add any of the rank in or anything on this screen because I was just looking for cheap stocks, basically. So I got 123 stocks, and there were some great names in there. But I decided to remove the peg for now because I wanted to see what happened if I ran it with P.E. and price to sales ratio under one, which is also a value metric, and that should get us pretty cheap stocks. So this gave me 209 stocks. That's pretty pretty many, pretty many cheap stocks there. But again, I didn't add the Zach's rank in there. So it had, you know, it has some strong sells, some of the fives. It's got some fours in there, and it may have some stocks where the estimates are being cut. That's the whole point why I didn't put it in there. So I looked at both of these lists and I pulled five examples of cheap stocks from both the lists so we could see if their values are traps just as examples. And I went with pretty much the bigger cap names, um, you know, mids to bigs. There might be one or two you might not recognize, but some of them are the well-known names that we've talked about in the past on the Value Trap podcast. But I thought I'd revisit again because I know a lot of you are looking at them, still thinking they're cheap and wondering if it's not a value trap. So let's get right into it. The first one I have talked before on the Value Investor Podcast because it's so cheap and I really love this last earnings report. And it's Hemours. It's ticker CC. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I like the French pronunciation, so I just keep calling it that. But this is the spinoff from DuPont, and uh, that's a couple years ago now. But they saw double-digit growth across all key metrics in the second quarter. Net sales up 14%. They raised the dividend 47% to $0.25 from $0.17. They believe earnings will be at the top end of the previously announced 2018 range. So they didn't raise 2018, but I like it that they're saying they're going to be at the top of that range. But the shares are down 7.5% year-to-date. So they had a huge run into 2018, and now investors have kind of moved to the sidelines. But let's look and see how cheap it is. So PE is just eight. Yes, eight. So cheap. Price to sales, a little bit higher, 1.3, but not bad. PEG is 0.5. 
So that's indicating that we're going to have some earnings growth. So taking a look at those earnings, 2018 up 50.5 percent. 2019 still pretty healthy after the big gain this year, up 7.8. And then I took a look at the actual earnings. So 2017, they made $3.82. They're going to make $5.75 this year, give or take, of course. These are just the estimates. And 2019, $6.20. So we have rising earnings there. That's what I want to see. This is not a value trap at this level with this PE and these other value metrics because it's got that nice earnings gain and they're moving in the right direction. So Hemor's not a value trap. Next company is one of the home builders. So almost all the home builders were on both of these lists because they're all, all really cheap. This one I chose, Pulte, PHM is the ticker. And they um, have a PE of 8.3. So again, I said they're all really cheap here. Price to sales is 0.9. Peg is 0.4. So it doesn't get much better than this. Then I took a look. 2018 earnings growth, 58%. 2019, another 11.4%. So, so far, the analysts aren't seeing any kind of slowdown in the home building market, at least with Pulte's business. So 2017, they made $2.19. They're expected to make $3.46 this year. And then $3.86 in 2019. Eight estimates are on the rise for them. So you know what I'm going to say. This is not a value trap. But that being said, I, I don't actually own any of the home builders right now, either in my own portfolio or in the value investor portfolio I run here at Zach's. We used to have several but everybody's really worried about all those Fed increases on the, the rates, which is going to boost up mortgages. So with that happening, people are like, eh, I don't want to own the home builder stocks. And they've gotten really cheap, but they're not really going anywhere either. So I don't know, but it's not a value trap. But I'm kind of staying out myself until I see what happens with the rate increases and sales. But still, home builders are cheap. Okay, then I switched over to retail. Tried to find a retailer here because a lot of them are still really cheap. This one is the Michaels Companies. Ticker is MIK. You might know it because it's the craft store. A lot of big craft stuff you can buy there. They haven't reported earnings yet. They're at the end of August, so we're still waiting on that. Their P is just 8.8. They have a price to sales of 0.7. Their peg is 1.1, so that's close to what my cutoff is. And then I thought, you know, maybe these shares are so cheap because the earnings are not gaining here and that this one might be a trap, but let's take a look. 2017, they made $2.17. 2018, expected to make $2.32. And then 2019, $2.50. So they are going in the right direction. And then one estimate was even raised for 2018 and 2019 in just the last week, even though they don't report till the end of August. So I don't see super negative, you know, things going on with the analysts here. And we are getting some growth year over year, albeit not huge, but there is earnings growth there. So it's cheap with some earnings growth. This is not a value trap right here. So keep that in mind. If you're looking at the retail, which is a really hard area, because some of them look a lot like value stocks right now. But so you really got to look at those earnings and what the analysts are doing with those estimates on on the retail. 
Okay, switching to autos. I know this is a big area for you. I should really do a whole episode just on various auto stocks, but I'm waiting to see if anything happens with the tariffs because if those goes on, those go on, that's going to change the whole game. But this fourth stock is General Motors. We've talked about it in the past. GM is the ticker, but we're going to check in again. So the PE still dirt cheap, 6.2. Peg is just 0.7. Price to sales is 0.4 dividend still getting the four percent to reward your loyalty of hanging out in, in it while this is going on so let's look at those estimates so 2017 they made 662 2018 they're expected to make just 605 so yes that's on the decline there and then 2019 581 so that's not really what i want to see and then 2018 six have lowered in the last 30 days for 2018 and five have lowered for 2019. Five of the analysts have lowered their estimates. So there's something they don't like and the estimates are on the decline. It's not super severe, but they are going the wrong way. I want to get value stocks with some growth in there. I don't want you know my earnings to be on the decline. So this one is still a value trap. It's not a value stock. Okay, and then let's switch over to some tech-ish type of companies. Um, Synex is the name of the company, and it's S-Y-N-N-E-X. The ticker is S-N-X. And they do tech solutions, business process services. They're mid-cap, $3.8 billion, so that might be why you have never heard of them. But they've been cheap for forever. So their PE is 9.5. Price to sales is just 0.2. And then I had a look at the earnings to see kind of what was going on there. Earnings for 2018 up 14%. Up 2019 expected to be up 9%. So they made 886 in 2017. They're supposed to make 1010 in 2018 and $11 in 2019. Two estimates have been lowered in the last 60 days, but they haven't reported yet. They're on the, like, I guess you could call them really early reporters. <laughs> so they're going to report again in sep- late September. So we're going to be waiting until then. But this does not look like a value trap. So when I was looking at all of these, I thought, well, that wasn't a super good example because I only found one value trap among all those those five stocks out of this screen. So I decided to take a look at GE, even though it was not on my screen, and I knew it wouldn't be because I screened for PEs under 10, and GE still isn't cheap enough. It still has a P of 13.5, and I know a lot of you think that that is still cheap, and it is. It's definitely under my 15 usual cutoff, but it's not dirt cheap yet. So I thought I'd take a look just as kind of an extra bonus one and see kind of what's going on with GE. So price to sales is 0.9. That's pretty good. That's definitely value fundamentals. But let's take a look at those earnings. So 2017, they made 105. 2018, expected now to make just 97 cents. And then 2019, back up again a little bit to a dollar so they're hovering around a dollar for the next couple of years we all know what their issues are but while the shares you know have come way down you're still not really getting a true value stock here it's much more the value trap the earnings expected to decline again and then not really see that much of a rebound so why do i want to own it when there are some of these others other value stocks that have the earnings going in the right direction. So just as a reminder, for all 
value stocks, whether or not they're value stocks or the value traps, you have to do your research and look in to all these factors. You can't just screen for the PE or the price to sales and go, oh, it's cheap. Okay. Or a value trap isn't necessarily one where the stock has just declined over the last year. That may or may not indicate it's cheap at all because you really have to look at those underlying earnings to designate whether or not the stock is truly cheap. So be sure to keep that in mind. Look at the earnings when you're trying to determine whether or not it's a trap. And always those earnings are constantly changing. Um, Every quarter, they're going to be adjusted by the analysts. So the story may change. GE may be a value trap right now, but it might not be six months from now. And I know you're saying, oh, by then, Tracy, it'll be too late. The shares will be up and and all of that. That may, may be, you may not get in right at the bottom if you're watching the earnings and the turn in the estimates. But for these... I prefer to buy the ones where it's actually turned when I'm looking for value stocks versus the trap. Okay, let's recap what the stocks are again. Um, We had Hemours, CC is the ticker there, Pulte, PHM, Michael's company, MIK, General Motors, which is GM. That's really the only value trap here on this episode. Synex, SNX, and then the bonus one. Well, the bonus one is a value trap too. GE, General Electric, um, was also a value trap. And like I said, I continue to do these episodes on the value trap because I know that um, a lot of you are interested in avoiding them. So this is a good way to try to to spot one and stay out of it while you can. And I'll be covering more of these value traps on future editions of the Value Investor Podcast. So you don't want to miss a single episode. Be sure you're subscribing on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. We have a standalone show there on both of those. And you can also get us under the Zach's Market Edge on SoundCloud. So you'll get two shows for one if you're subscribing on SoundCloud. But be sure to get us somewhere so you don't miss a single episode. And I'll see you again next week with some more value stacks.